What in the name of, I don't know. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> Listen. Listen. All right, guys. Um, what's going on? It's been a while. Listen, this is a walking podcast. I ain't got the fur babies with me tonight, which means we need to talk. I can't be distracted, but let's talk for a moment and um get some stuff off our chest. You know, clean them hard arteries out of them emotions and feelings and veins. You know how we do. Get backed up in the chest with all those hidden emotions and expressions and stuff that we want to say but can't say. Because we don't want to offend nobody or be in the wrong or be out of pocket or say stuff to displease or grieve God or just disappoint the world. Y'all know how it is. Y'all know exactly how it is. And, um, yeah, how it is and how it feels to carry around baggage and luggage. Well, how y'all been doing? It's been a while. Definitely been a while. I've been busy. Um, been busy rolling out these ebooks. I promised myself that I would do an ebook a week. I'm not telling y'all my secret. What I produce, put on sale, quality material, an ebook a week. I just finished my Kindle Vela series, my first ever Kindle Vela series um, called The Serpent in the Crown. Very good book. You need to go read it on um, Kindle Vela. Read it, read it, read it, read it, read it. And listen, don't forget, there's another series coming which I'm going to really put in a whole lot of time and energy into this series because my first series was kind of like swoosh. I get them in there and get them on out of there. It was my first series and I had to make sure I did everything right, so to speak. I don't think politically correct. But anyway, since I got the hang of it, I was like, okay. My first series, The Serpent in the Crown, it's very good. It's very interesting. Um, it's Christian fiction. Christian fiction. Um, very much so Christian fiction. So, listen, and it's not New Age religion, but it's Christian fiction, and it does not... Um, you have to read it for yourself. It's not all deep and super extra spiritual, but it's a really good book. I quite enjoyed it. Um, when I was looking through some of the... Um, looking through some of the uh, the chapters, I was like, oh, oh my God. Child, let me tell y'all something. There's a plot twist inside of that book. There's a plot twist inside of that book. And so it's amazing. We're going to stop and get us a soda for a moment too. But it's a plot twist inside of that book. And um, the plot twist is, 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 is mind-blowing. Is there so much mind blowing? You're gonna be like, wait a minute, hold on. Did that just happen? And I'm and and, and I'm be like, mm-hmm, it just happened. Cause literally, it happened. <laughs> and when I tell you it happened, I was like, whoa, wait. But anyway, how y'all been doing? I hope everybody's been doing fine and getting along pretty good. But let's hop on in here. There's so much for us to talk about. So much for me to catch up on. And I think it's time that we share. A whole lot of stuff that we ain't been talking about. All right, guys, join me on the inside. What's up, guys? Welcome back to a long episode or a longer way episode of Synergy, the place where we turn negative outcomes into positive energy. Listen, guys, 
Synergy episode is going to be changing its name from Synergy to Fractured, but it's still going to be called Fractured, but Synergy is going to be the sub-headline, which is where it's still the same thing. We turn negative outcomes into positive energy. So it's going to be welcome to the, you know, we're going to be welcome to another episode of Fractured um, by way of Synergy. Um, we got it in there. Um, we get it in there together. So Fractured is a new series I'm going to be launching this summer. Um, all things hot topics, all things certainly need to be discussed. Political, apolitical, B political, C political, life, religion. Um, we're supposed to do a series on talk on conversations. Um, this series right here was actually supposed to be on conversations, but we didn't get there. But anyway, we're gonna have a conversation tonight. Well, let me get through some housekeeping real quick. Good morning, good evening, afternoon, wherever you're in the world. Hope you guys are having a wonderful day. Listen, there once was a time when I would come on here and say, y'all, if you are cooking and, you know, save me some desserts, but no, we're not doing that. I told y'all about that dream I had a while ago. We're not doing that. Mm-mm. So, um, no, nah, we're not doing that at all. At all. So I'll just keep my usual kiss the babies and tell them nephew, tell them uncle love them, uncle BJ loves them. So, what have you guys been doing? You guys have been having a wonderful, wonderful time. Um, lately, um, it's been a lot going on politically. And we ain't going to stay in the political too long because that'll make me have a headache. But let's talk about all this distangling and mangling and mingling and disruption going on down here in the state of Florida um, by Ron DePistis. You know, I don't call him DeSantis. I call him DePistis. Because he seems to get under everybody's skins and, you know, rub everybody the wrong way and make everybody feel a little uncomfortable. So they tell me that Ron DeSantis has made some political moves lately. He done went all the way to China, and I guess he's appealing to Xi Jinping um, to um, when he's mandating. Uh-oh. I'm drinking my ginger ale. When he's mandating Asian studies. Now, you're removing diversity and inclusion programs. You're removing them out of the workplace, out of college, out of education. You're removing DNI programs. You're removing um, African American history studies. You're removing studies on Black history. You're removing studies about Martin Luther King. Anything to deal with the Black Civil Rights Movement, you're removing it all. And you're putting in there white studies. First of all, let's just pause. I have nothing against white people. I told y'all that before. I am a personification, I was personification, I'm a seed of a white generation. Meaning that if it had not been for a white man, I would not be here today. And I'm not talking about far off. I'm talking about close by. I'm real close by. Like my grandma daddy. My daddy mama. Yeah. So that that lets you know how close by. So if it had not been for a white man, you know, my father and my grandmother, my grandmother wouldn't be here and uh I wouldn't be here because my daddy wouldn't be here. Then he wouldn't be my own. Y'all get stole anyway. So he's removing all of these studies, citing critical race theory and all this. So let me tell you something. I'm not. I and and let me preface this. I'm working on my PhD, and my 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 major is on OLD, which is organization development. That's and two separate things, leadership. 
So it's organization development, which means the teaching of the structure of understanding how an organization is developed. How do you develop an organization? How do you develop an enterprise, a business, a corporation, all that stuff? That's what organization development leads. And leadership. The and separates because it's, it's basically saying that there's another part of that. It says, okay, and the leadership. So it does not only teach me how to develop organizations, but also help me teach, develop leaders. My specialization happens to be in leadership diversity. Let me tell you something. If anybody should have had CRT, I should have had CRT, and I did not. I did not have CRT. As a matter of fact, it's mandated that my thesis for my graduate my graduate uh, dissertation has to be on something that deals with um, DNI or DEI. Let me first of all explain something to you real quick. Before there was that little equity and inclusion in it, there was a diversity and inclusion. Wasn't no equity. Oh, excuse me. Wasn't no equity nowhere in there. Now, we want to remove diversity, equity, inclusion, diversity, and inclusion. And, that, and, and, and the sad part about it is we all for it. You know, we got a whole lot of people that, that say, oh, we got to remove that because that's but the sad part about this is diversity inclusion takes protection away from white women and minorities of any ethnicity besides white. If you're not a white male, if you're not a white male, um, when we talk about diversity inclusion, diversity inclusion protects every race and ethnic group, including white females, from white males. Y'all didn't know that, did y'all? But out of the birth of diversity inclusion was the civil rights movement is what caused diversity inclusion is to be added into the workforce. Um, equity, equal pay, all of these things, even though the wage gap is still present. So to remove these programs, you're sticking a middle finger up into the face of men and women. That's men and black men, black women, minority, all minorities, um, and uh, white women. So in essence, what's happening is, is white men put themselves back at the center of the of, of top of the food chain. Where they actually become, they become the predator and everyone else becomes the prey all over again. So Ron DeSantis is, is shuffling these things around. Now, I'm not sure if white people understand or white women understand how this, this actually impacts them, but regardless of them not knowing it's any of that, it, 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 it's just, it's a, it's a dereliction of their, their duty as, as work for, as, as individuals that work in companies. Because when you have you have diversity, equity, and inclusion being removed or stripped bare bone and removed out of corporate America or removed and out of schools and all of these crazy things, my thing is this: if we are taking out all of these history lessons, we don't want to know black history because it makes white people feel uncomfortable. We don't want to know white history because it's a lie. So let's talk about it. When you look at white history, their history, white history hands are dripped in blood, stained in innocent blood, all the way from Hiroshima to Africa to the United States to every country, from Hawaii 
white hands are stained and drenched in innocent blood. Whether we want to acknowledge it or not, the hands of white men are stained and dripped in innocent blood. They're drenched, covered. So when you move these programs and you suggest that we need to move them and we need to get rid of these programs because they make people feel uncomfortable, white people make people feel uncomfortable. White men and white women, racism makes people feel uncomfortable, but we're not addressing it. We're not addressing it. And so there's a lot of safety precautions that are being shifted around to protect, you know, Caucasus, the enveloping. But there's nothing being put in place to protect African-Americans, minorities, Asians, indigenous Americans. Um, There's nothing being put in place to protect Latin Americans. Everything that's being put in place is to protect only white men. Not white women, but white men. The strangest part about this is is that we're all gung-ho for remove diversity and inclusion or diversity, equity, and inclusion. Do you not know you you white women benefit from diversity, equity, and inclusion? You are, matter of fact, the poster children. <laughs> when they don't want to put us in charge of what, what, what we can speak loud and clear on because it impacts us daily, um, they put you there because you were a part of the oppression. You were suppressed as well. You were treated no less than chattel or slave. You were literally, you didn't gain your freedom, I believe, until some years down the line around slavery time when slaves were able to vote. You didn't have a right. You were treated just like a slave. You were treated like low-class citizen. So, going back to the removal of diversity, equity, inclusion, or DEI and DNI, it's kind of funny because it puts white men back into the same place they were in before during slavery days on the top of the food chain. Make them superior. Then we have religious, I want to say, what do you call them? Christian nationalist? What is a Christian nationalist? That sounds like a terrorist group. First of all, there's no such thing as Christian nationalism as relates to the framework of who God is. God is not tied to no foolishness. And I think what it is is that we're trying to bind God to government intertwine and mesh God into government. We want religion to be the head of the government. But that is not how God situated government. As a matter of fact, America's foundation was built on words, not facts. It was built on words and a promise to God when it suggested that in God that that America would trust. That's an oath. In God we trust. That's an oath. You said that you would let God guide you. 
lead you. He will be the one to instruct you. That is your firm foundation. In God we trust. Now, it can go either side of the coin. You could literally be saying that we, we, we trust God over here. Or you can be saying, well, this country is going to be a Christian nation. We're going to believe in God. But by what, uh, what branch of Christianity would be the governing branch of the United States? Because there's Baptists, Methodists, Catholics, there's all kinds of branches of Christianity. However, which one of these branches is the so-called foundation of in God we trust? Because we have the Mormons who are declaring that they were here first. And so you have a whole lot of declaration of who say they were here first? Who say they were, you know, in charge first out there? We first one doing this. It doesn't matter. You're here now. What you gonna do besides what you've already done? Which is make a freaking mess of everything you touch. Listen, it's gonna take it's gonna take us probably a decade over the next five years to unstain Florida from the foolery that Ron DeSantis has brought into the state and the foolery that other governments have brought to the states. Let me tell you something. It's funny and weird because um, while Florida is being a nation of restrictions and mad crazed policies, we have inside of Florida where people are divided. You know, I'm beginning to see this state for what it really is. And not only this state, but this country for what it really is. And sad but true, if Ron DeSantis wins presidency, which we know that's far-fetched, but if he was to win the presidency, let me tell y'all something. That would take us so back, far back to where we don't want to go, but that will create the first civil war in this country. Let me tell you something. Trump was just the 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 opening of the unveiling. Um, he was the opening of the unveiling. But this man that shall come after Biden's administration, this man that's coming after Biden's administration will be far worse than anyone can ever conceive to be. Well, his heart is black as tar. 
his motives and agenda as dark as day. And I'm telling you, this man that will come after Biden's administration will take this country and send her into other peril. Destruction will be upon this land and measures that we've never seen before. The one who comes after Biden and Harris or Harris that's yet to be seen will send this nation into peril and utter destruction, utter chaos, pandemonium. You think, listen, when Trump was in office, when Trump was in office, his job and his role was to crack open, you know, a shield wall that kind of sheltered a lot of things racially wise, if you know what I mean. And outseat his administration was political moves that none seen coming from the left nor the right, but because of loyalty to party and not loyalty to God, we made decisions based upon agreement with party and not kingdom. And so what happened when we made agreement, we came into covenant with the devil of division. And so this split of everything came at the end of Trump's four years. See, four more years of Trump would have caused utter chaos and heavy destruction because it would have motivated an agenda for them to go in politically and to begin to erase or reverse laws that have been put in place for decades, throwing us back with centuries in time. But because that didn't happen, we've seen where the fail of the plot ends with Trump got out of office and then the church slid in and began to use the name of the Lord to strengthen a base that was failing. And so the church became responsible for carrying a supremacist movement inside this country. And as the church began to be responsible for carrying a supremacist movement inside the country, all of a sudden now we are attacking systems and we go back to religion now being the one thing that was used to control a group of people once again being used as a pawn to control policy and government and making one feel guilty about the things that they choose to vote for or vote against. But the one that shall come after Biden and Harris 
the one that shall come after Biden and Harris shall be far worse. And by that time, America will already be in a position where her political stance on the political on the, on the global stage would have rescinded a lot. So when you look at looking forward to 2028, we see going out of the wave or season that we're in now, 2024 and 2028, four more years would get us over to the precipice of what is to come. So 2028 means that the ushering in of a new era inside of this country, and it will be a dawn of new beginnings for this country, this nation. And in that dawn of new beginnings, there will be fractures from government all the way straight down the line. And we'll begin to see, during that time, we'll begin to see scriptures unveil very quickly, very rapidly um, in this country. And I don't know, my channel just went left, y'all. I'm sorry. But we'll begin to see destabilization in government and in e-commerce. The bull will stop running. And 2028, by the time we get to 2026 and 2027, the bull steps will begin to slow down. And marketing trends will be in a very bad place. And so if you're going to get it, get it now. Because when there's a new shift, a paradigm shift, new beginnings, new beginnings is a changing of the gods for this nation. All right. So I don't know how I got we got real serious religiously, right? I wasn't trying to do that, but anyway, we got there. Um, this will be up, I think, for a while. But anyway, so listen. With everything that is going on politically, educational-wise, I um, have to agree with the stance of, of, of certain communities saying, listen, we don't come to Florida. It is not a safe place for Black people is not a safe place for minorities or, you know, gay It ain't a safe place for nobody, really, to be honest. I don't care if you're purple. It's not a safe place for you here in Florida because of, um, because of what is happening, um, what is happening in the, the nation, what is happening. Um, it's not a safe place for you um, because of things that's happening right here politically in the state of Florida. But hear me when I say this. I honestly don't believe, and I may be wrong, and I stand to be correct. Listen, I, I'm a human being. I, I, I don't mind getting assistance in correcting me. I honestly don't believe that Ron DeSantis is going to ever sit in that chair in the White House. But I'm telling you, the man that is coming in that seat after Biden and Harris is a root seed 
and it will be his time and it will be his season. And there's nothing you nor me will ever be able to do about it. But by the time he gets done, Republicans and Democrats both will want to get rid of him. But it'll be too late because the damage will already be festered to the roots of this nation like a virus. So understand that things will happen but knowing what, what it will impact and who it will impact. I'm trying to get away from that. And my channel just got went left, y'all. I don't know. So, uh, gee whiz, how do I get away from there? Um, so when you look at government-wise and structural government, um, things will begin to change. I, I'm trying to move from here. I, I got to... I I, I I I can't I cannot shake this, um, and and I think I'm in the wrong place for this, but I guess I'm in the right place because it's coming out of me. Um, things are beginning to shift and move um, very quickly, um, and and I'm telling you now, don't call me because I'm not advising no president, and I'm not advising no government for none of that. Don't ask me nothing because I don't know nothing. Take this podcast and write the notes from it. Keep it in, in a binder. That's all I got for you. Don't call me on the phone. Don't come knock on my door. I have nothing for you. All right? In the discussion. All right? So let us let me get away from that because it seems like a, the more I keep trying to move away from it, I keep getting pulled back into it for some reason, but I'm trying to progress from that place. But I'm going to have to get this thing out. It, it, it's just... I, I don't know. It's hard. It's like it's just sitting right here, and 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 I got I gotta say it. Um, listen, Asian markets will become a predominant market um, if insp- of import, export, and trade inside this country. Asian markets, Chinese markets, um, would dominate our farming industry. Um, they will eventually dominate our farming industry. Um, y'all listen. <laughs> uh. All right. So I'm going to stop right here. Um, I'm going to end this right here um, because I, I see this podcast has went to a whole different place. But listen, I love y'all so much. We haven't the affirmations and teaching a long time, but I, I've really got to end this right here because I've went into, you know, and I tell people there's, there's a place for, um, my spiritual platform and there's a place not for, you know, you know what I'm saying? There's a place that I'm a pastor and, and, and I minister and there's a place that I'm not, a, but I don't choose when the Lord starts talking and I've got to, um, some stuff I've got to be able to get off of me and get out you know it's kind of hard to explain listen i'm i'm warring right now and i'm I'm struggling because because i'm trying to finish my podcast with something else and 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 this is happening at it at, at 11 45 this is happening and because it's happening um i gotta um i gotta go I got to go. Um, but I, listen, we're going to deal with the new episode, a new series called Fractured. 
Um, but thanks, guys, for watching or listening to this episode of Synergy, the place we turn negative outcomes into positive energy. I know you guys are like, what in the world is happening on this podcast? I love y'all so much, but I got to get over here. I got to go. I got to just, I just got to go. All right. Love y'all. Bye.